All right, y'all, what's up? This is Sonny. I'm Quinn. And my name is Nick, and you guys are listening to Comics Collective, where we talk about comics, we talk about hero clicks, and we talk about movies. Sometimes we may get off topic, but that's probably going to be the best part of the podcast. Oh, yeah, because we're real people and we do real shit, so. <laughs> Damn straight. And <laughs> Willie's the one with the mouth. Right. <laughs> I, I curse like a tailor for getting used to that shit. So buckle your seats and get ready to hear some foul, fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So what do you guys think about uh, the DC streaming service and whether it's going to actually last up against Disney Plus or not? Oh, Will, you want to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something. DC streaming service, it should have been the rollout should have been a lot smoother because when they first started, they didn't have a lot of shit going for it. Um, even the aspect of the comic books, they didn't have a lot of the com- they even a lot of a lot of the current comic books with it. So I think that Disney should if they if they if, if, if what they could do real right now is put the Marvel thing on theirs and it would just destroy DC because DC is canceling shows and shit after one episode. It's like. Why even film it if you can cancel it after one episode? What you think, Glenn? See, okay, so yeah, like like we uh like kind of the same points you hit on, man. So my biggest problem with DC streaming service is that at launch, the only thing that I could get really excited for for day one was the first episode of Titans. Right. Um, but that was their biggest selling point at the time, and um kind of what you hit on with the comic books they have like some of the greatest hits of course they're gonna have like you know batman number one they're gonna have you know uh dark knight returns you know stuff like that but like it's it's a taste you know and uh i I think that's good uh but when they rotate to like so often i i just can't you know I, i can't see it being a really big um opportunity uh for them to continue that um you know in terms of their shows i've been hearing really good things about it but um you know like you said it it was an unfortunate thing with swamp thing where you know a phenomenal first season is what i'm hearing uh unfortunately it just didn't last um it it didn't last the first week it it, like it came it then it came out the first week and then like a couple days later like swamp things canceled (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, they could have gone about that a better way. They could have waited until the season had ended to then put out that news. But I mean, they they killed the show before it started. And exactly. let, let's all be honest; it's not about state grant issues. Like it's about something more than that. There had to be something else besides that. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, it's something we don't know about that they just put out there, and it was like, yeah, great season. Watch Swamp Thing. Two days later, canceled. Like, why? Because right, they, right. they never really gave an explanation for why the the show was fucking canceled, so it was just weird. Like, why would they cancel the show? Like, I actually I watched the show as a person who watched the show. It was great. Um, it kind of reminded me of like the original Swamp Thing. I don't, I'm I'm older than y'all, so <laughs> it reminded me of the original Swamp Thing movie. It was like it was dark. Plug the movie was directed by Wes Craven, the original one. Um, but yeah, right. it, it, it was dark. It had the, the relationship between Alec Holland and um, this whoever this girl was because it was a different girl. But it, it reminded me of that. But then they canceled it. It's like, why why cancel, Why put a show on? You actually put money into it and then you cancel it. Oh. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that also leads into, like, the fact that the DC streaming app does not have any of the Arrowverse shows or uh, right. the DCEU uh, shows or movies or anything like that. Like, th- that's going to be one of their biggest selling points. You know, I know it's licensing and all that stuff, but come on, like, you got to try a little bit harder because a lot of the people who don't, you know, typically uh, read comics or watch the shows, they watch some of those CW shows, even though they don't read the comics. Right. Yeah, now, I I know that is a licensing issue. I know Netflix has um, the CW shows. um, They have a lot of CW shows. Yeah, and with with the animated thing, like, I understand wanting to get your money when it initially launches, but at the same time, like, the people that are paying your streaming service fees per month should be able to have access with that when it comes out on VOD for everybody else. That's just my thing. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, and I mean... Like, even when the licensing goes up, let's be honest, like, it's going to go back to Netflix or it's going to go to your HBO streaming service or something else because they're most likely going to be afraid that the DC streaming service is going to actually take it on and then it's not going to make any money because the DC streaming service is already going downhill. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like one of their their biggest killers, and I hear this all the time from you know other people in YouTube comment sections, is uh, is uh, they don't have access to it in other countries, and they also don't have it widely available in the U.S. as like you can get Netflix on anything, smart TV, Roku, things of that nature. Um, I know you can get you know, uh, DC Universe on, what, your computer? I know there's now a Roku app for it. Right, it's like uh, we yeah. were talking about the other day where I was like, oh, hey, you know, I want to actually do the DC streaming app, but hey, I can't get it on my PlayStation, or I can't get it on my smart TV. Right. You know, I have to go and get, like, a Fire Stick, or go out of my way and find the Fire Stick, or the, cur- the Chromecast, or whatever. Like, they're not making it readily available for everyone to actually go ahead and download it. Yeah, and, and I think it's important for a company to, like, maybe take baby steps, but, like, we're, what, a year a year out from when they initially launched, and there hasn't been really any huge movement other than added content to the, to the streaming service itself. Well, I mean, which also, when it actually started, let's be honest, because when it first started, Titans didn't even come out until after a month of the streaming service start. So, like... And then they use the drip method, so to speak, where they don't, like, do bingeable content. You know, the the people who watch the Netflix and, you know, stuff like all those other streaming services, Hulu sometimes, you know, they want to just watch it all in one go and then talk about it. They we'll don't want to – go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say um, Hulu actually does drip their, their shows, and I have a feeling that that's where Disney Plus is going to end up going. Which is fine, but you've got to have more content on your streaming service to get people talking, you know? Correct. Like, I mean, it, if you're going to do that way and just, like, slowly put content out, you know, one episode at a time, you've got to have, like, more than five shows going at once that you're slowly putting out. You can't just have, you know, oh, hey, Titans is out, you know, here's one episode, you know, the next episode will come out shortly. You know, if you're going to have a smaller streaming service like that, in my opinion, I feel like you should be like, hey, 
here's the whole season of Titans. Watch it, talk about it, you know, let's get it going. Yeah, sure. I can get that. What do you feel about that, Willie? I just I echo y'all statements too. Like, um, I was watching Young Justice and they leaked up, not leaked out, but uh, put out like, I think two episodes. Like right now, actually, the third season of Young Justice. What up, third season? I guess you would call it the second. Yeah, the, the second half of the third season. They, yeah. They they have like one episode, then like okay, next Friday another episode, another episode, like. All right, I understand what y'all are doing, but if they already done, just release the damn episodes and let us watch the episodes. Because you have people like us, and uh, you know they'll watch the shows, and like you said, talk about them. So we got to yeah. wait and wait. Wait if they already done, just release them. Like you, you'll get more, you'll get more eyes on your product if you just release it. I think that's a better, um, a better formula for a streaming service. Like, it's like when Daredevil came out, I watched Daredevil. I sat on the couch and watched Daredevil the first night. Just sat there and watched it. It just it went through. A lot of shows I do that. I'll sit and watch a show and just talk about it the next day with my friends. And then they go watch it. And they find some way to watch it. Young Justice is like, oh, is that over with yet? And it's been like months because they take breaks too. Like, why are you taking a break? Right. Done. right now. Good. I was just going to say, I think it's crazy that. I feel like they're going backwards with that. Like this is streaming is the way of the future. There's no going to be no more cable, you know, at some point, maybe not soon, but at some point there's going to be no more cable. Everybody's going to stream everything. So why are we, you know, slowly putting things out and making it feel like cable and taking that step backwards? Right. I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Now, I don't know if this is actually the case. But I'm wondering if the reason why things like DC, uh, you know, the DC Universe app is doing that is maybe to continue, like, keep subscribers, you know? So what's to say that Willie doesn't, you know, sorry to throw you out there. Well, what's to say that, like, Willie doesn't subscribe for that one month that, you know, Titans came out all in one clump to watch it and then be done with the streaming service? So I can kind of understand why they drip it so that maybe like okay well then that's gonna people that are into titans could maybe you know stay on our streaming service for at least two to three months because we're dripping it like this right but uh, sorry but then that goes back to you know then they're just trying to lead people on and it goes back to you need more content if that's what you're doing oh i absolutely agree code willie I was just saying that's that, that absolutely the Quinn being devil's advocate is spot on because CBS does that. CBS All Access does that with Star Trek, and they 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 are, they are worse. They have one episode a week, like one, one break, one, one, and they have a couple ones in break. And like from what I'm reading about CBS, it's like. They're not really doing that well, and that's and I, I feel that 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 goes along with everything I was saying about them not putting stuff out. Just put it out. Just put the shit out. Like yeah. I mean, people want to get it, regardless. Like people like me, I can go. I can get it anywhere. I, if I feel if I can, if I want it, I can go get. It. You know what I mean? But um, there's another website too. WWE's like that too with their website, whereas though they drip stuff out, and it's like okay. You, you're showing me this. I, I can't just keep watching old shit all the time. Because I watch You know what I mean? 
And that's pretty much why a lot of people do that with WWE. They'll watch one pay-per-view and then cancel their subscription to the next month to get it free again. But I think it's just it's just weird how that, how that works out that way. Yeah, see, I think, like, even if Disney's streaming service did that, they have such a wide umbrella of of um content yeah of content that like will be probably like almost too much to handle like we will have many concurrent shows coming out if it's not shows it's movies you know we right. we just saw like in D23 like Lady and the Tramp got announced and like you know more Marvel shows <laughs> yeah so like they're going to have plenty of com- content, if not from Disney, from Pixar, if not from Pixar, from Marvel. Right. You know, and th- the list is going to go on and on and on. Um, so I kind of I kind of feel like that's going to be a busy, at least for the first year or two, is going to be a very busy streaming service to, like, there's always going to be something. Right. Yeah. And, like, sorry, Willie, and, like, you know, jumping from talking about may only DC and into talking about the Disney streaming service and DC, like Disney streaming service did it right. You know, they already have obviously Marvel. So on top of that, they're partnering with, you know, other companies as well. You know, they got Hulu. So they're doing that too. Like, why didn't DC think about that? Like, why didn't they, you know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but why didn't they partner with, somebody else to be like hey let's do this together let's make it successful uh see that's actually a good a good point you bring up but i'm surprised that just warner brothers in general didn't have their own streaming service that disney was i mean that uh excuse me uh dc was just a part of right well Um, yeah warner brothers they 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 very old-fashioned with a lot of shit they do they I mean, are yeah. fashion a lot of shit they do. So that's probably why they didn't really put much thought into the whole DC thing. It's probably with one person and one executive and one of brothers was like, hey, let's do this. And the people at DC were like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But they didn't really, you know, uh, jump right into it. They were like, oh, yeah, this will be good. And then look what we have now. Like, I don't really hear, like, I don't hear anybody really talking about DC streaming. Uh, one of our, our mutual friends, Quinn Les, used to talk about it all the time ago. I have Bailey. Yeah, I have, I have another. I have another friend that has it too, but that's you know just those two people or, or who I know that have it. You know. And even then, when they talked about it, it was like, yeah, the comic book selection, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, they, they have a lot of old shows. They don't have a lot of current stuff, but you know, it's all good. And. Months go past, they don't have a talk about it again. Yeah. I mean, and in reality, <laughs> let's talk about that comic book service. Like, in reality, like, me and Quinn were talking about the other day, who wants to, you know, watch a comic book on their TV or however they're presenting it? Like, who wants to do that? I want to hold the book in my hand. I want to read it in my hand. You know, if it's something that I'm iffy about, yeah, okay. You know, I'll read it online. But if it's something I really want to read, I want that in my hand. And I want to have it forever. Okay. So, I know, I already know y'all places on this YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How do you feel about it? Did we lose him? We might have lost him. I know he was going in and out a little bit. Willie, if you can hear us, we can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yep. 
we right. can hear you now. <laughs> My phone died. I have to turn the rest mode off the phone. Um, Shit. We could cut that part out. <laughs> but, uh, so um, a couple of years ago, I went on a cruise. Mm-hmm. And I, I lugged all my comic books with me in, in a book bag. It was the worst thing that I've ever done. The next time I went on a cruise again, or went on vacation, I loaded all my comic books that I liked on my iPad. It's such an easier thing to do to, to have your comic books digitally. Yes. Okay, yes. okay. Well, I, I, yeah. know, yeah. I, I feel that you have a point there. We're specifically talking about traveling, though, at that point. You know, I mean, come on, man. Comic books, water, yeah. That just sounds like a bad recipe. But when you're talking about traveling, I mean, that's the same argument that people make about books in a Kindle when they're, you know, on their plane. Yeah, a Kindle's going to be easier. Okay. But, I mean, when it comes to daily use, do you really feel like digital comic books is better than having it in your hand? No, I, you can st- I still have my comic books in my hand, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's easier. The, the, uh, Transportation of the comic books is a lot easier. You got to worry okay. about your books getting messed up. You have the comic books in the pot in, in, in your house. Yeah. So if I'm on the street and the new X Men book come out, I can just look on the website, press a button, and it's there. I can just read it on my phone while I'm out and about. Yeah, I mean and everything is in your comic book. You can put it down. Somebody come past, like, oh shit, I spilled my milk on your on your comic book. I don't know why I said milk. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know, know either, man. <laughs> Who said milk? No, I smell milk everywhere. I smell milk. But, yeah, um, I, you know, it's just like anything can happen. I've taken comic books to work and um, read comic books in, in my classroom. And, like, a kid come past and, like, knock it on the floor by accident. And then, it's like, the page get bent on it or something. But if I had it on my phone, I'm like, okay, I can just read this off my phone. Okay. But, I mean, yeah, again... I, I agree with that. You know, everybody nowadays is it's everything's about convenience. You know, it's obviously more convenient to be able to whip it up on your phone. But I mean, when it comes to owning it, so what what would you rather have? Would you rather have the book, you know, something that you really want, like, you know, that something that you're reading right now? Would you rather have the book and, you know, be able to hold it for years or would you rather have it digitally? I probably would have it. I probably rather have it digitally. Okay. Because you know, books t- books take up space. Quinn Quinn can tell you books take up space. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think me and Quinn are on the same page when it right. comes to that. I love that. I love looking at a bookshelf and saying, "Holy crap!" I just you know look at all those books. I read all those. You know, they're sitting on my shelf. They're gonna be there forever. You know, when it comes to the digital books, they're going to be there forever, too, obviously. You know, you can always see the logins and all that stuff. But it's not, in my opinion, it's not the same. It's not the same feeling. And do you agree with me on that, Quinn? (laughs) All right. So I'm going to get long-winded here. Go for it. (laughs) So every generation has a different take on this, Okay. So I so as you guys know, I used to work for a comic book store in in my local area, and my owner felt the same way that you feel about physical trades, uh, but he felt that about single issues, where he's like, "Man, don't you want to like you know chase that hunt? You know, don't you want to have that hole in your collection that like you just gotta fill?" And now I'm you know I'm of the generation of 
yeah, I want to read those single issues. That's leading me to buy the trades, and now I'm hunting down trades so I can have a complete story on my bookshelf. I love that. Um, and then Willie kind of represents that like new generation of like, but I can have it on the go. I can have a digital library. Doesn't take up a bookshelf space as long as my hard drive can get you know can get bigger. Then so can my comic book collection on the computer. I which get is, it. Which is weird because he's older. Oh right. no! Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I, get me wrong. I have nine, nine big ass uh, stacks of uh, comic books, big box oh, yeah. of comic books, all my uncanny X Men stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all my Avengers stuff. So I still have, I have all my old books. I sold the other ones, but it's like all my like I wouldn't have to go out and buy and chase down all that old shit when people have their collections and they make them digital available for other people to read. So if mm-hmm. so, even if I wanted to do that one day, take all my X Men shit and and boost a public uh, database, so other people can read books, and then like you got the newer generation that asking about the X Men, so they can go back and read all those X Men books without trying to track them down with some asshole selling the book for like thirty dollars online. Yeah, no, I don't. I definitely don't disagree with that part, and that <laughs> you know that leads back to. What I was saying about, you know, yeah, there are some books that, you know, I wouldn't personally go out of my way to read or own. And at that point, yeah, you know, I'll go ahead and read them online. But I I tried the DC comic book app for a while, you know, when White Knight first came out. That's where I got the first issue of White Knight. And I was just like, I can't do this. I mean, maybe it's just me because, you know, I don't have an iPad or a tablet that I that makes it bigger and I was just doing it on my phone. Maybe right. it was too small. But, you know, I just couldn't get down with it. I was just like, I don't own this. Like, I paid for it, but I don't own it. Right. Right. Well, see, that's a different... Well, I understand what you're saying when you're coming from that. Like, cause a lot of my books that I have digitally, they're mine. Yeah. Like, cause like I said, it was a, it, you can go to a database. I'm not going to say mm. the database you can go to to get the comic book. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you can download the comic books and then you own them and they're just on a hard drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and plus, I, I, I went through the whole thing with the with the uh, reading off my phone. I had an iPhone, I think I had an iPhone 4 and I was reading comic books off that. So you can imagine how small that was. <laughs> my condolences. Right. It was little. Yeah. <laughs> it was little. And I'm talking about like, when iPhone 4 first came out, I had it, and I was reading comic books off that little-ass thing. But, <laughs> I mean, now, you know, phones are bigger. Um, you got tablets. You have um, uh, netbook, note, notebooks or whatever you can use, and you can, the yeah. comic book pages are really good on them. Yeah. But sometimes it, mean- it is a chore to read them off a little-ass phone if you got a little phone. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know... I- Maybe I would be inclined if I, you know, pulled it up on my laptop and, you know, read it on my laptop or whatever. You know, I was doing that when I had my Chromebook. I, every once in a while, I'd pull it up on there and read it on there. But even then, you know, it, it, it's not about the read. But it, with me, and I, I'm pretty sure Quinn agrees with this, it's all about the hold. It's all about the own, you know, yeah. ownership right. of it. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, with some books well, I mean, what I you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's, like, one of my favorite things. So, like, as my friends know, I actually really like to buy um, hardcovers. Um, So I'll buy the single issues first, and then I'll go and chase out those hardcovers. 
And the reason why I do that is because I love, like, if somebody, like, comes through my house and they're like, oh, man, like, I haven't read that, I can just be like, all right, cool, here you go. It's like, you know, nice bound book that they can take home, minimal risk on, you know, getting it bent or broken. Um, now, do you keep the single issues or? One second, um, One second guys, okay? Good. Right. Go on, keep talking. Um, so, so yeah, uh, yeah, I usually keep the single issues on specific things. Some things, so, like, how I treat single issues is, like, if I read a story, that's, like, my test, okay. you know? Yeah. So, like, I'll read them, and I'll be like, all right, this is something that, in the future, I, like, definitely want on my bookshelf, you know? So, like, right now, I think I'm subscribed to, like, I want to say something upwards of, like, something between 28 and 30 titles, uh, some of those things I definitely won't be having on my bookshelf because, I mean, they're okay. They're not right. great. You know, I hate to throw anybody under the bus, but, like, this Avengers run has just been, like, okay. So, I'm like, it's something that I might enjoy now, but I'll probably sell it later. So, one of, let's use everyone's favorite at the moment as far as DC goes, the Batman Who Laughs. Are, are you going to sell those single issues or... When you get that hardcover, because I know we've talked about getting that trade and yeah. having that, like, are you going to sell the single issues after that, or wh- what are you going to do? Um, see, I haven't really decided, so I am gonna, I'm definitely getting that hardcover. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, with the single issues, they are really nice. If I don't sell them, I might just gift them to somebody who who might be interested in the character because it's a good read as a standalone thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, who knows? Um. You know, I, I have certain books that, you know, I'll just be like, all right, I'm never going to be cracking these single issues open again. Um, yeah. And, you know, some I'm just like, yeah, I want to keep, you know, hold on to this to pass on to whoever. Um, but, you know, and then in, in terms of image comics, like there's a really, really good image comic called uh, I think it's called Little Bird that just came out recently. Mm-hmm. It's actually being optioned for a movie. But the very first single issue states there will be no trade. So, so there was, so that's one of those things where it's like, you want to keep that, that single issue. I mean, that thing had like eight printings too. It was ridiculous. Um, I mean, how often does that really happen? Does, I mean, have you ever seen that happen before? I I personally have never heard of that, but then again, you know, I had not been in the comic games for as long as you guys have. So like, is that, is that a, you know, constant occurrence or? Um, for Image Comics, the way that they work is that the both the artist and the writer and whoever else is involved is the main people that get the money. Okay, Image takes like something like a five ten percent cut, and so it's really it's really up to the the person that is producing the comic to decide whether they want to put it in a, in even a softback or a hardcover or both. That's that's honestly up to them. Image has no real say in that other than I think they get like a, a cut on those two but it just depends some comic books they just want to be comic books you know what I mean yeah um like uh Robert Kirkman the guy that that made uh, die, uh that made um The Walking oh, Dead yeah, he did a new book called Die 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 but he didn't tell anybody about it until it hit shelves that Wednesday it just like was a surprise release that fans had to just go to their local comic book shop and go, oh, Robert Kirkman's doing a new book, because that's how the way he wanted it. He said, we're so spoiled about even knowing what's coming you know, next month for the next issue, when back in the day, you just checked the newsstands and hoped that they had the latest Batman issue. 
Right. Well, I mean, I, I think that's – sorry to cut you off, man. I think that that's, that's an unfair approach. I mean, I think that that's just being like, you know, pushing, you know, out of what's actually happening. You know, going backwards like we were uh-huh. talking about earlier. I feel like that's being like, hey, I don't want to adjust to the times. You know, fuck you. That's it. Uh, Yes and no, because he's, he's actually – like done solicitations and stuff for all this other series. It's just this one he wanted to make special. Gotcha. It was, it was a new property, so he, okay. wanted, he wanted to embrace it if it was new and you know get buzz around it. Because the way yeah. the, book, the way the book is is definitely going to be a, a TV show or a, or a one off uh, one off movie. Yeah, but you know I think it was an interesting approach to begin with. Um, because even to this day, if you go to Image's website and type in, you know, that the name die, 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 like nothing's going to pop up, you know, he, he just wants the book to be like that. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up too, because I still haven't finished reading it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we, we definitely divulged or however you want to put it off of what we were actually talking about, but back <laughs> jumping, jumping, like that's what this podcast is about, but jumping back to that with the Disney Plus and the uh, streaming service, how do you guys feel about that pricing? I mean, I think what they're offering for even the, the higher $13 a month is pretty good deal. Oh, yeah. I, the, the price is good. I would just come out and pay full for the year. Like, pay it and forget it. You know what I mean? You said you would just want to pay for a year? Just pay for the year and forget it. That's yeah, I mean, 70 a year is what I'm looking at. You know, that's absolutely, I don't disagree with that at all. $70 a year, if you pay monthly, you know, that's a lot more than $70. As I can quick and tell you, I've been playing for, I've been paying for my PlayStation Plus, for PlayStation Plus for two years for a $9.99 coin. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry, wait, you can pay for PlayStation Plus for two years for $10? No, he's, 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 paying, he's paying monthly. He's paying $10 a month for 12 months. Oh, Jesus. Play. So, yeah, he's not paying the, what is it, $60? $60, $60 so, so yeah, instead a year. He's, so instead he's paying way more than that because he just won't get off his butt and buy a, a year's <laughs> membership. <laughs> That's crazy. I know it's crazy. It's convenient. I was just like, oh yeah, okay, just take nine dollars off my account. I can make that back in four seconds. Like yeah. the, the amount of money that Willie is paying a year for PlayStation Plus, he deserves a third free game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, go back to what you said. I'm sorry, I just had to say that. No, you're good, man. You're good. You're good. Um, but I mean, I feel like that. With that $13 a month price range for the Hulu and all that stuff, like I feel like that that's the really the only package they should offer. I mean, I don't think that the $7 a month is really worth it, you know, for what they're offering. So why not, you know, why not just give it that $13 a month and say, hey, it's 13 bucks a month. You're going to get Hulu. You're going to get ESPN. And you're going to get everything with the Disney Plus as far as the new Marvel shows and all that stuff goes. Like, why put that $7 a month cost in? Like, I don't understand why they do that. Uh, the, $7, the $7 a month is for standard definition. Let's see. Yeah, so the other one is, I think, 4K and you get the... the uh, triple play package there yes it's standard 
HD and 4K. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and yeah, that that makes more sense. I mean, it, it's crazy too because you know the Netflix 4K for that is like what fourteen, fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, but and you get extra screens. Yeah, I mean, do you think that that's gonna undercut and drive people away from Netflix? I mean, people have definitely been talking about, hey, you know, I'm done with Netflix. You know, they're not really putting anything good out. Uh, you know, Stranger Things is one of the main things that's attracting people to Netflix. Yeah, you have your underlying series, you have your, you know, 13 Reasons Why, you know, the other ones that are out there, but they're not drawing, in my opinion, they're not drawing enough attention for people to be like, hey, I want to keep my Netflix all year round as opposed to Stranger Things is coming out. Let me pay this $13 or this $15 and then I'm just going to cancel it. See, here's here's my thing and I've been saying this since day 1. Uh that Disney Plus uh that Disney Plus price uh is way too good to be true, which is telling me that probably after the first year it definitely will go up in price. Oh hell yeah, it's going to go up in price. Yeah, there's no way that that's going to stick around forever. That prices there just to do exactly what you were talking about, Nick, to, to, to go, oh man, look at all these other streaming services. They are, don't even come close to the price point of Disney Plus, and now we're talking about it, right? <laughs> yeah. um, it, it may not be the first year, but it's definitely going to go up. Yeah, um, but I see, at least for me, uh, you know, I still think I'm going to hang on to my Netflix because I know I'm the outlier, but I watch a lot of movies, um, and so I actually have liked a lot of the original content that Disney, or sorry, that uh, Netflix has been producing this last year, and they're only going to get better. Have you seen the Irishman trailer? Like that's already going to be up for awards this year. I can already tell you that. No, I have not seen that. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Netflix is putting out some good stuff, but I just feel like it's not enough, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I feel like net this year, the, the end of this year, and maybe into next year we're looking at some, uh, you know, consistently good stuff, but right now they're putting out like, you know, crap stuff and not everything's going to be a hit, of course, but I mean, being a streaming service and all that nowadays and trying to create original content, you know, they gotta, they've got to get on it. Like they're throwing out all these shows. Like now this is a popular one for some reason, but Gracie and Frankie, you know, that, like, why? Like, why, the, it feels, like, yeah. with a show like that, you're just trying to pump out content. Yeah. You know, See, hold on, because it's what, Diane Carroll and, um, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't remember her name. I, I, I know she is. Um, but yeah, it's nostalgic. They want to see the older celebrities do stuff. That's that's kind of like what Quinn's saying with the, uh, Irishman movie, which is like yeah, it's got like Robert De Niro and like all of those old actors. Yeah, Martin Scorsese is directing that, and he's like the great. He was like the best in the nineties and eighties, right? Um, and and what and what I foresee happening, and this was another article I was reading on Collider.com. Don't quote me, but I know that Paramount. The Paramount streaming service is now teaming up with another streaming service, and they are going to make like a giant conglomerate thing. So I think that's going to end up what's happening. 
if Netflix doesn't like keep up on content, I think they're going to buy up other streaming services or partner with them in order to make, I mean, because that's what this is. This is going to be streaming service war. And what better to do that than to start buying up or, or partnering, partnering it up with other people to be able to compete in that market. Because, I mean, let's be honest, like, Disney movies are already sucking the air out of everything this summer in the box office. So who's to say they aren't going to do that for streaming service? Right, which, which, I mean, which also brings us to, like, by the way, Willie, uh, Jane Fonda and Martin Sheen are other Thank ones. You. And Gracie and Frankie. Um, Thank you. So, um, which also brings us to, like... At what point are we going to get to where all these streaming services that come out are going to end up costing as much as our cable bill? Like, who, oh, yeah. who, who really wants to have CBS All Access, Not Disney, me. Netflix, you know, and then DC, you know, who – nobody. Exactly. Nobody right. wants to do all of that. Like, it's it's going to be a lot of, like, informative choices and having to pick and choose. I mean, just Correct. like a cable network, it's like, oh, I really want to watch Game of Thrones, but do I really want to pay for the premium package for cable just to watch it? You know? Right. And, I mean, like, why are these streaming services not, like we talked about earlier, why are they not coming together and being like, we can come together and we can make a lot of money? And that's I mean, what Paramount's doing now. They're right. starting to buy up stuff. Right, exactly. Well, you know, they're Paramount making... just got a network too recently. I think a year so ago. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking about. So I think they they are pairing up with I forget who it is. I'll have to go back and look at that. But they're partnering up with somebody, and like I can foresee other streaming services. Now that this has happened, they're going to start doing the same thing. You know, maybe CBS is going to be looking at like, oh, well, like you know. Why don't we pair up with Netflix and just we both, you know, we both start making money together or, you know, I mean, it is, it's going to start in, it's going to, it's going to be a bunch of little streaming services and then all of a sudden it's going to become super corporations. You know what's funny about what you just said, CBS and Netflix, in Canada, you can watch Star Trek Discovery on Netflix. You can also watch Titans on, on Netflix in any other country. Right. Which yeah. also gets me as well, like, you know, why are they not doing that in the United States? Like, why are they, you know, pushing us away from that? It doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, I think that their biggest consumers for DC streaming is here in the United States. And so to put it on Netflix and let somebody else play with that mm. uh, is probably not their best interest financially. Yeah. I, I kind of understand that. But in other countries, maybe they don't have the access to put it even somewhere in, like Canada, you know. So they're just like, all right, well, you know, we produce this. We might as well try to get some bang for our buck and put it on another streaming service. I mean, of course they would give it to Canada. They're so nice. Like, how could they not? <laughs> you know, Canada's probably over there and Canada's like, you know, hey, come on. Come on, guys. We Let's like do it. Too. Yeah, like I, mean, I, I don't. Purpose from Canada. Give us the show first. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up on topic today? I think I think we pretty much covered a good good portion of streaming services. Unless Willie, there's anything else you want to talk about today? I think you know we're good to cut it there. 
I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we've run for a good time for this first podcast. You know, 40 minutes is definitely a good, strong first run. Um, I think I say let's go ahead and see what happens. All right, sounds good. All right, boys, so this has been Comics Collective. We got Sonny, we got myself, Nick, we got Quinn, and we always talk about comics, we always talk about movies, we talk about hero clicks, and as from this first episode, you can tell, we always go off topic. Uh, yeah, you know what, we have, we have fun though, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of this podcast. All right, boys, we'll see you in the next one. All right, peace out. See you later. Uh, Shakespeare in the Park. Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? <laughs>